Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski. To my left, Corey with a K on the ones and twos. And to my other left, Frankie Schuffer back in the building. Welcome back, Frankie. What's happening? What's going on, Rolski? Not much, man. Uh, Sunday afternoon, just a little pop-up pod here. Rolski exclusive on a Sunday. Yep. We got three guys down here in the studio. We said, hell, man, we're all together. Might as well throw one together. It'll probably be 30, 40 minutes. We'll see how long we can go. So, uh, first of all, let's let the listeners in on what we did today, fellas. We did a little revamp here in the Sip and Serve studio. A little makeover, didn't we? Yeah, it's way different now. Way, way different. Yeah, that was an understatement. So, uh, we flipped this thing probably 1080. I mean, this this is unreal what we did this studio this afternoon and it really it it's uh it's really all frankie really he really uh built us a nice nice new table here so it was the only part i contributed with no i mean one piece of furniture (laughs) no this is the furniture piece of the the piece of furniture this is the piece of furniture so basically um last time frankie was down he uh said he was getting into woodworking and he asked us, like, hey, man, if you guys want to, like, build a table, I'd be more than willing to build it for you. And we're like, well, I mean, yeah, if you want to do that, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that'd be that'd be awesome. So we we drew something up. He uh, Was it you two that drew the, the plan up? Yeah, I mean, you had the general idea. You wanted, like, the V-shape that we have. Kind of we'll, like. We'll have some pictures out. Would, but, what yeah. Does it look like uh kind of like an espn table yeah, like it just looks like a sport or any newscasting stand it kind of v's out towards the camera and it looks pretty good right so you guys drew it up on some computer program correct yeah i used autocad to just kind of draw up a plan to where i could actually have all the measurements in there and figure out what i needed to do so it, it turned out pretty good and then how let's let's just go over this the wood pricing nowadays is outrageous everybody knows that yeah it depends yeah. on what kind of uh, what kind you're looking at? I mean, hell, just a like a ten foot pine pressure treated boards like ten bucks just for one. And like what? And and like the plywood go up like three times yeah, the amount. That's of money. Three times the amount. I yeah. think it used to be like seventeen bucks, and now it's like fifty five bucks. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So carpenters now are. I mean, they're. It's expensive. It's expensive. So their prices are going up. Thank God Frankie's price didn't go up on us. <laughs> I don't know if our well, podcasting budget could cover that. We bought it, back, or he bought it back in December, I believe. Yeah. Late so, or mid-December, so you right before Christmas. So he did you get it before the boom, I guess? Or was uh, it during the boom? Yeah, I mean, the prices went up um, pretty much right around the pandemic and everything. Last year. And yeah, it was just, I think it was, uh, I think it had something to do with uh, everybody spending more time working from home or maybe they're not yeah. doing their work that they should be doing from home. They're doing stuff around the house and then started getting all their, uh, the stimulus checks and then like, Oh, we're going over to Lowe's. We're going to Home Depot and we're going to be buying a bunch of stuff and renovating the house. I think that's what yeah. probably started prices. Shooting Just up. people getting bored. Yeah. And then, yeah. And transport was getting harder. So it was harder to get more lumber in. So the price started going up and yeah. Okay. So let's break this down for the listeners from day one. Basically, on this podcast, we're just going to tell you guys how this table was built, why it was built, and we're going to give you just like a little preview of the studio. We'll post some pictures on Instagram, I'm sure. Um, so I just want to start like well, how we've been doing it. I mean, our first 50-some episodes, we just had a little six-foot fold plastic table that we've been sitting around with some computer chairs. And I mean, we pretty 
pretty much went started simple first. Yeah, pretty janky. <laughs> it, was a, it was a janky little setup, but... If, if you move, if you accidentally hit the leg, it shakes everything. We've had a couple beer spills against look, our board, and I go and grab the board. Me and Uncle Buck, especially. I yeah. don't think anybody else has spilled any beer besides me and no, Uncle Buck. I think Buck's done it twice. <laughs> yeah, and I did, I did it once. <laughs> well, Troy, Troy's known for spilling the beer on the carpet. Yeah. He keeps his yeah. on the carpet, and knocks him over. On the board, Why you think so. I called it a circus? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those yeah. two guys come in the studio. It. Well, you nailed that. <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> so yeah, we did it on a six foot table, and we had some piece of shit. Uh, yeah, you always had a, a tablecloth over top yeah. of it, depending on the season. Yeah, depending <laughs> on the season, the collar. We had a tablecloth, and I mean, like Corey said, we had some janky computer chairs around that yeah. always squeaked and whatnot. So now. We're, we've got a literal bar top, yeah, and we're we're in the market for some bar stools. So, any listeners out there, you got any bar stools for sale? Let us know because we're actually standing up right now, which I don't mind. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. I, I mean, it'd be all right for just our little short one, but when we have the circus in town, when we go for two hours, I might need a chair. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, starting off, how did how did you start it off? What was the first thing you did, Frankie, to build this table? I mean, you had your measurements, you got the lumber. How'd you start? Well, I mean, really, it started when pretty much when you said you wanted a table and you just kind of had like a little hand drawing of the shape of the top. I'm like, OK, that's fine. I can kind of work with that. Like what uh, what kind of measurements, you know, like how long are we talking? How wide do you want this? How deep? And you're like, oh, uh, whatever you think. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. All right. So I, I just did some more research. And I, I remember even asking, like, well, how much of an angle do you want them to come in? You're like, shit, I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I had so, no idea what you were asking or yeah. what kind of angle you wanted me to say. Right. I just didn't know. I just knew I wanted it to look like a sports desk yeah. or a newscast desk. Yeah, so that's why I just kind of, I don't know, I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, let, let's do this. Um, so just kind of drew the shape of the top on AutoCAD, and then it came to trying to figure out what the legs, uh, what we wanted the legs to look like. So I just remember doing a lot of research and just finding – just pictures of just different tables, um, whether it was like podcast studio desks or whatever it might be. And I started sending you pictures like, do you want something that looks like this? What about that? You know, how? what do you want it to look like? Yeah. Um, and then once we kind of figured that out, then I kept designing and uh, drawing stuff out on AutoCAD and um, just try to get as uh, as close to accurate yeah. drawing as I could get. So once once the drawing was complete and you had the materials did you work on the legs first? Did you work on the, did you finish the top? How'd that process go? Like, how did, did you like build one piece at a time? Um, how did we, so, so we, did we the pretty top much started, first, yeah. yeah, started with the top and we just made one long, actually, no, we made two. two. We pretty much made two tops on the first one. We cut the angle on both ends and then the other one. We pretty much like in the middle, just cut it at an angle. Yeah, so, so that's just, how we, these two join together. Yeah, the, he, com- he this, combined one four by eight or one, yeah, one, one, one by, by one by eight. Or one by six. Yeah, it's one, I think it's one, one by, by eight. eight, and we put four of them together to make pretty much a big rectangle, and then we did that same process again, and joined them together, and then the center piece is one of them, and then the two wings is another one that we cut or he cut at an angle and joined them together as well. Now I know. Now, I'm not a woodworker by any means, so if I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, just tell me. How did you get the four or five different pieces here stuck together? I mean, is that like wood glue with with the, uh, what do they call them? That holds them? Biscuit. So there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, So there's, uh, uh, what's the brand? It's a jig, and uh, basically put like pocket holes 
So you could, uh, just like on one side, you pretty much put holes like at an angle, and then you just run a screw in, and it joins what, them together that, that way. Did? The Craig? Um, the Craig? Uh, I'm part of it. Yeah. Um, it's, a, but, it's a Craig Joyce thing. Yeah. Joint thinger. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's different ways. I used a biscuit. I mean, they're just called biscuits for like it, for the length of it. Just every so often, you just there's a special tool it's you just kind of cut a clamp, out. kind of. Does it? Is it, uh, it? We used we, we like after we we he's got a plant. Is it a planer that makes the hole? Like you have in the side of oh. the, the one by, he drilled like a little, uh, almost like half circle into it. We put the put glue and the biscuit in that half circle, and then we put the on the opposite piece of wood had that same <laughs> hole. And then you join them together with the biscuit and glue in. Okay. So the glue, yeah, so the glue I'm starting to follow attaches here. to the biscuit and the wood to make it a lot stronger. Yeah, if you've seen like anybody like put something together and there's like almost like a dowel rod or some sort of rod like sticks out and they're to get everything lined up and it yeah, just like I, fits in there real snug. You can do the same when you're making tabletops and everything. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like that. How many hours just in the top, just in the top of the bar do you guys think you had in this? Without, I'm not saying like finished. I mean, just getting it together before we made our little mistake and had to do some. I, I feel like it was a lot it was because I two days. Feel so. like it was a lot of trial and error. Yeah, yeah, I messing say, some stuff up and be ten, like, how can I recut this? Or, I'd say you know, ten hours. Ten hours and just the top. Yeah, because it took us a couple of days before we got the top together and cut and angle right, and then I, th- I went over. We always went. I always went over on Sundays to help. I think on the third Sunday we had the top and we measured it and it was like almost 12 feet and it wouldn't fit in the studio. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Hey guys, this is way too big. I don't even know how we're going to transport this. And thing. I, rem- I remember you guys sending me a picture and yeah. I'm like, gee, many Christmas. That is definitely not going to fit. No. And we, I, I pulled a measurement and then next time we came to record, I, I was like, yeah, this thing is about two feet longer than what, where we record. So, so we literally we had to cut about three <clears throat> feet out. Of so it was literally, we cut three, yeah. three feet off yeah. the table. Right down Thir- the center. Yeah. 30 inches. We took the center and then cut uh, 15 inches one way, 15 inches the other. <laughs> And then we cut it, and then we joined them back together using the Craig joiner. Mm-hmm. Man. Now, how frustrating was that, knowing that you guys just built that nice top, and yeah. we had to cut it down? And had to cut it? Yeah. I was I was almost crying just cutting holes for the yeah. cords to pass through. So, yeah, I mean, that was <laughs> – yeah. it kind of sucked. But, I mean, I, I guess I got a nice little – 30 inch tabletop sitting yeah. in the garage. Sitting I can make a little, you could, just a little table. You could out do of whatever you want with that. Yeah. We thought about making the same legs and having it and just, we could roll it or put wheels on it and roll the damn thing around down here. But yeah, if you had more people needed space, yeah. and, uh, Corey could have his board just kind of sitting on that off yeah. to the side or yeah, something. That's, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Have it off to the side. Um, so we got the top. Now let me ask you this, the bottom, the legs, you guys did a lot of work to the legs. Like, uh, what, what, what do they call that? Yeah, Sanding. You sanding the edges and everything, making them real smooth, make them look nice. Yeah. How, how would that process go? Um, how did you How did you come up with the design? Because I'm looking down here, and it's 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 pretty. I mean, it's it's pretty nifty. It's not like basic at all. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's the the style. And I, shit, I could be wrong, but it's like a uh, trestle style uh, type legs. And just looking at different stuff online, and uh, so when I was kind of drawing it on the computer and just kind of figuring everything out, and um, like at the very bottom, how you have like the one real long beam that kind of connects all the legs together, that wasn't there originally. Like I had it all drawn up and figured out, and then I don't know, I was just kind of sitting there, I'm like, oh, 
What if I just had just one long beam and so it just connected all the legs together? Support. And, yeah. yeah, a little more support. Just add a little more weight at the bottom. Hopefully, give it you know so it's not like so top heavy type thing. And I was like, ah, eh, it kind of serves more than one purpose. So, um, but yeah, it's just pretty much anything I do out in the garage when I'm building them. I get like an idea in my head. I might draw it out or have it on the computer or something. And then when I start making it, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no, I'm going to do this instead. Yeah, this would be way so easier. I'm always, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just changing stuff on the fly just because I think it might look better or, or it might look as good to just be an easier way of doing it or, you know, anything like that. Now, is the top is a different kind of wood compared to the legs, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. What, what's the difference there? Uh, the top I made with poplar, which is a, it's a hardwood. It's, I mean, it's not as like hard and as dense as like what oak would be, but it's still a hardwood. When you buy the boards, like uh, it's pretty rare to find a poplar board that's like warped or twisted or anything like that i mean they stay pretty uh pretty flat um even through shipping and uh everything like that so poplars i it's probably one of my more favorites because it's just it's so easy to work with i don't have to worry about bins and there's there's not really big knots or anything in it so you don't don't have to worry about that yeah so poplars it's one of my favorites just because it's a hardwood, but it's it's not super heavy to where it'd take four of us just to carry the thing down here. And the legs? The legs, I... So I was just going to use, like, pine, like, 4 by 4 timbers for those. Um, but I went with Douglas fir, which is pretty similar to pine, but I guess it's, uh, I don't know, something the way the tree grows and the grain uh, has, like, tighter grains, so it's actually a little more, uh, I guess, sturdy than what pine is and it was priced about the same so i said i'll just go with that okay so after sanding down and everything you had your design how how many hours do you think you had in the legs because you said you had 10 in the top and then the oh that was just putting it together that's just putting it together <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so let's just say putting it's it together without same. without the uh the paint or anything on the table the, the stain yeah, what what did you have in the legs time wise oh. I think it was a lot less, but yeah, I might be forgetting a lot of you did heartache. Most, you did most of it. I mean, the only thing I helped with the legs was we had we started off with twelve foot uh, mm. four by fours, and I just kind of held the end, and we cut our our lengths, and then had them all cut out our different heights, and then I came back the next weekend or the weekend after, and he had them all assembled. He had the edges was, was routed off, mm-hmm. like yeah, champ, beveled. Chamfer, yeah, beveled off, and mm-hmm. he had them all together. So uh, that's yeah, a, I mean it, maybe. It couldn't have been more than a couple hours. Okay, so, it, so two or three in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bottom, bottom is half. a lot easier. Okay, so we're we're talking thirteen hours just to get this thing the way you want it. What did you do to it to make it look like it is today? Because I mean, this thing is—I mean, it's smooth. I mean, how many how many times did you sand this thing? So I. Well, Can you I, just take us through that process. How did you get it looking like it is today? Well, so when I, when we were ready to like start sanding, like we had the legs done, and um, I made like uh, plates to help secure the legs to the top and everything. But once we had all that stuff done, it's like all right, we're ready to start sanding, and then we can get staining and everything. So whenever we went to start sanding it, I um, I wanted to use my um, belt sander, and we started doing that, and it was putting gouges in it. Yeah, I was like, well. Yeah. I'm done with this tool. <laughs> kind of just threw it over in the corner of the garage and grabbed uh it's just like a random orbital type sander. Um, and yeah, I just started with like a, a lower grit. I think I started with like maybe 80 grit or 60 grit. Yeah, and we just kind of went over it till it felt smooth. Um, 
and then went over it again with like 120 grit and I was kind of trying to get down and look at it at an angle to see like uneven parts. I was just kind of scratching with a pencil, just making marks all over it. Uh, and then just kind of going back over those spots, to try to get it as flattened out as I could. Cause an odd shaped table like this, uh, I mean, it might be hard to even to like take it to a, a sawmill and have them like plane it or something like that for you. Yeah. Cause there's some places you can take them, just have them plane it. Um, but to buy a planer big enough to do this, I mean, shit, I'd probably have to sell my truck. Uh, cause, <laughs> cause when you start getting like real big ones, they're not cheap. So, um, I just had to keep doing that. Just taking time looking and just making pencil marks, nowhere to sand again. Um, it took a little bit of time, but yeah, we started with, I think like 80 grit and then went to 120, then to like 150. And then I think I ended at like 220 grit. so that got it real smooth. And then did you use that same technique on the corners as well? On the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the edges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause those, those are nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, you they, did, they did turn out really You did a hell of a job on this top. I can tell you that right now. And then the bottom, I mean, I remember Corey K telling me that he went over there and helped sand the edges of the bottom, make yeah. them kind of smooth as well. Mm -hmm. Same process. Yeah. The um, machine. Because we both had, yeah, we both had a, like an orbital or. Uh, just your basic yeah. sander, yeah. I yeah. guess. Just a, just yeah. a, like a, I think I was using, using a half sheet sander. Yeah. A little palm sanders. Yeah. And then I think I did the top and he did the bottom and then. We finished the top with just the one sander. That way it's all nice and flat and even. So, yeah. Yeah, we and the leg, kind of legs sand. I wasn't as worried about. No. I mean, you don't need to get legs like this smooth. I mean, how often are you going to be down on the floor looking at it right. anyway? We can't even see them right now as no. we're standing here. <laughs> so I wasn't as worried about um, getting those sand down perfect because, I mean, there's, there's spots in it where it was hard just to get stain into it because I think it was just like the banding that they used mm -hmm. when they shipped it and it just left like basically teeth marks into the into the wood and i was like well i mean i could like fill those little all those little holes in you're never gonna know it yeah, so yeah. i wasn't that worried about it once you get it stained and then get it uh sealed and everything it kind of fills those holes in anyway so it you can't even tell copy that so when we brought it in today um we brought it in two different pieces the legs and the top and we got it down here in the studio. What really impressed me, and I had no idea you did this. I think Corey K tried to explain it to me, but I really didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Because, I, like I said, I'm not hands-on like this. Yeah. The bolts, like the hardware and how it all connected. Can you take us through that process and everything that you did there? Okay. Because so, that's impressive What, how we did that. Yeah. I. Um, so what I did, I bought a, I can't even remember what gauge it was, but I just, I bought like basically a sheet metal, essentially. Uh, trying to get something thicker so it was stable um, and just use like a cutoff wheel and just cut it into, I guess, kind of strips uh, to fit on top of the legs. Did that, drilled holes out for the bolts. And then I bought these little, I don't, I don't even know what you call them. Um, Some type of insert. Yeah, it kind of, you basically, you, you drill a hole down into the wood and right. then you just kind of use like an Allen key and this, it screws down into the wood. Yep. But then it's hollow in the middle, well, it's threaded in right. the middle. So it's basically the outside is like, um, almost like a bolt, like wood, like wood screw, like the threads are like deeper and spaced out further. So it grips down into the wood real fine, but then, uh, it's threaded in the middle to get bolts in. So I just kind of inserted that all over the place on the bottom. And then, uh, with those metal plates and just use bolts and secured it together that way. If that makes sense, I probably didn't. 
If somebody that's listening and can't yeah. see all my, my hands moving around, even though <laughs> yeah. I know that doesn't help, but I, yeah, I talk with my yeah. hands a lot. <laughs> it's essentially a bolt that you put it, you countersink into the wood that you're screwing to, and then the bolt comes through the metal, sheet metal, and attaches to the the bolt that's countersunk. That makes more but sense. It's, it's hard to explain it's why, when you... That's why Corey's here. <laughs> it's hard to explain. I'm sure we got pictures of it, and we're going to post all the pictures yeah, that we got from start to finish with this table. Video. So it's hard to explain. I didn't know they did it until I seen it today, and I was, I was, like I said, I was impressed the way it all went together. So once we got it together, um, we flipped it up here in the studio, and we talked about, you know, and in my mind, I didn't know which way we, because I thought yeah. we weren't going to put it this way. I thought, and me and uh, my buddy Roush were talking last night. We're like, mm-hmm. well, this the way we got it now makes the most sense. Oh yeah. And you guys had that in your mind the well, whole that, time, that, correct? That, that was your original plan because the whole time at first when we started, I thought we'd be sitting on the other side and having being behind it. But this makes this gives us a lot more room. Like exactly, we could almost we could almost fit another person between me and Rolski here. Oh, so when we, we can fit two more. So when we have four deep and then me just running the board, we're gonna. We're gonna have plenty of room at this. Plenty table. of room, and see the last time, um, you know, with that little six footer, when we had five people yeah, in the studio, all, oh my god, on we're, we're on top of each other. Troy's spilling his beer everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's it was a mess, but now, I mean, there's so much room at yeah, this table. Got so much more room for activities. Oh, right. a lot more, a lot more activities. <laughs> yeah, I know when uh, when I first came and and we recorded, I just remember having to keep turning. And like trying to keep my face in front of the mic because yeah. you were on one end of the yeah, table and, and DG was on the other mic. end of the table, and just having to keep you know turning and trying to keep my mouth right in front of the mic and yeah, it um, there's we, a couple of times you're like scoot up, scoot yeah, you're not <laughs> the only one. I mean everybody in this everybody who's been every here first time every every first timer yeah. I'm always shaking my hand at him like get closer to the mic, stay in the mic, don't move yeah. your head back Our and forth. Rolski yells at me that it's still something. Oh yeah, I get on Corey's ass all the time. <laughs> Yeah, we're sixty episodes in, and even even DG sixty. The other night, I gave DG to get yeah. the come too, closer. He was too relaxed. Yeah, which but, it's it's easy to do when you're oh, podcasting. Yeah. I mean, you don't even realize you're doing no, it. No. But I'm I'm like such a stickler. Like I listen. Yeah, like so, I can hear people when they're not like in front of the mic or they're tipping their head the other way, and it just like kind of fades away. Like I am now. Yeah, I just I just it just bugs me a little bit. Well, I mean that's why you run it. <laughs> yep. So we're here. We got the table done. Um, Let's. I mean, how how much does something like this cost? Because we we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. I don't I don't know exactly what you have. I've got an idea, but this table. I mean, it's big. I mean, and I yeah. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more expensive, honestly. Yeah. Um. So really, it comes down to the uh, the lumber. You know, what uh, species of wood that you're going to get. Um, I did this in poplar. I can't, I can't remember how much just the material was for that. Um, I don't know, maybe 300 or so or yeah, something like that just for, just for the top. And then yeah. the, the, the legs weren't that expensive, honestly. Um, but like, if you were going to do the same top in like Oak, um, you know, instead of 300, it's probably going to be like 500. If you did it in like Walnut, uh, I was very surprised the price of walnut, like just the top in walnut would probably be about a thousand bucks just for the raw lumber. Just for the raw lumber. It's yeah. For whatever reason, like dark walnut is more expensive than anything else I've seen at any lumber yard. Like it's more than like mahogany and like those, those kind of woods. It's, I don't know. I don't understand why, but it's a lot. So all together we're talking what hardware. Oh, um, yeah, if I'm 
probably cost of all the material, just the material. Yeah, probably four hundred, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you can't like if if someone built this table and tried to sell it to like we went to someone like that was actually a woodworker and they tried to sell it to us. What would the price of this table go for? You think? At least a grand. At least a grand. Yeah, I think um, for a lot of people, like rule of thumbs, kind of like two and a half times cost of material, but people that actually start a business doing like woodworking or you know making furniture cabinetry whatever then they start adding in like cost of labor and like all those type things um so it just it kind of depends with them um i mean i'm not a professional (laughs) so i wouldn't like say oh well you know it spent it took me three months to make it so uh this is going to be five thousand dollars like that doesn't make sense so um yeah just depending on i guess how established they are like you know if they're known as a good uh, woodworker furniture maker whatever they're probably going to charge a lot more but it's also going to be nearly flawless and i mean they got a lot of experience they're they're not going to have a lot of the little uh headaches that i had and like had to try to fix it and figure out like am i just going to have to start over yeah (laughs) you know so uh yeah i mean once you like if you go to like a like an amish builder um it's probably going to be pretty expensive but i mean that's what they do every day yeah that's their job that's their job i mean that's and I said Amish. I mean, anybody really, but yeah, I mean, that's their job. That's what they do every day. They're good at what they do and they have proof of all the stuff that they've made and it's, you know, good quality. It's not going to fall apart. I mean, you could grab it and yank up on one side. It's not going to rip apart or something like that, you know, so it's, it's good furniture, but I mean, you'll pay for it. So fair to say we've got as a team here, we've got what, 15 hours and $400 in this table. Mm, I'd say more hours. More hours, 20 yeah, it hours. It took us, I think I went over to his place probably seven Saturdays or Sundays. Seven Sundays. So, I mean, we've been working on it since January and we finally got it in here. Let's just say 24 April, hours. So. Does that make sure. more sense? Yeah, there's probably six hours every time we came over at least. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we, I mean how much of we that? We dicked around a little bit too. I was going to say, how much of that time was spent you standing there looking at me as I'm like yeah, scratching on a piece of paper and like doing. trying to calculate stuff and figure Ch- stuff out? Like there's a lot shit. of that. Yeah. But still, that's time. Oh, yeah. yeah time still. spent on the project. Yeah. And, you know, that's um, like even like some of these uh, stores where you can go and get like handmade wood furniture, it's usually like in a catalog. So they've already got all the plans made up. I mean, all they do is they just go cut every single piece. And then they, I mean, I'm sure it's not instructions, but they know how to put it together. I mean, they can they can bust those out really quick. But if it's just something from scratch and you're just having to do all that stuff up, you know, yourself up front, whatever, it's it just takes a lot of time. Or stuff you didn't even think about, you're starting to put it together like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. So then I'm having to stop and just kind of doodle on the paper, just kind of calculate stuff out and... It happens a lot. So how did we how did we settle on the collar of this thing, boys? I know me and okay. me and Corey at the K sat down here one one evening after a podcast, and we were just yeah, we just looking at all YouTube all videos. kinds of YouTube, checking out the different stain collars. What do we think would look good? Yeah. Do you remember how we settled? Yeah, this. <laughs> we well, I, well dark, I know, but dark, I mean, uh, can you explain uh, what, what? Yeah, so I, I originally. Uh, I thought well, I, I like the poplar look, especially after we sanded it. So I was kind of fighting for an unfinished look, and then we just poly it, and then it would be like the, the unfinished poplar look. 
But uh, Rolski, just like how you've seen in our videos, the back, our backdrop's got wood paneling. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a it's a lighter. It's a lighter. And the regular poplar yeah. was really was light. super light. And so I think it would have clashed. Yeah, it would have washed in. You couldn't tell the difference. So we went with a darker. I think we ended up going with a dark walnut Yeah, on I mean, top. I'll, honestly, if if we would have just done the raw poplar, I mean, it is really yeah. light. But as soon as you put polyurethane on it, it yeah. darkens it up a lot. And it probably would have got it pretty, close, pretty close to the walls like while I'm sitting here actually looking at it. Yeah. The thing is, I, did, I didn't want it no. the same so color the as the same. walls. Right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it would have been a little ground out. The right choice. And then the legs, we just went with an ebony, but it's pretty much just a black. Yeah, it's legs. like a some kind of black, it yeah. looks like. It just looks better staining at the ebony than uh, painting it black. Yeah. So the table the table is in the studio. It's all set up. We're recording on it right now as we speak. First time recording. First time recording. And You'll hear this on Tuesday, and then the following one, we actually... Just DG, Rolski, and I, and we were on the old plastic table. Yeah. So the studio all together, it wasn't just the table that got yeah, the revamp. Yeah, the, I mean, we redecorate, the de- redecorated the whole thing. The whole backdrop is new. Um, me and my wife and a buddy of mine, my buddy buddy, we went to Lowe's, and I picked up some floating shelves. Um, then we walked over to water beds and stuff, got a few new pictures, got some posters put up. So I mean we got we got a little bit of everything in the studio, kind of uh kind of like our topics really. I mean we got a little bit of sports, we got some music, we got some uh movies, yeah. we got bourbon out on the table. We got Gears of War and Kobe uh NBA two K ten. And we got some movies hung up. I mean it it's it's a whole different yes. look. I can't wait till you guys see it. I mean from what what you guys have seen in our Just videos the wood panel on that. Instagram. I mean, it's it's pretty plain Jane. But now, I mean, this this is this is a legit studio we got going this on. Is what now. we've been working on. This is what we've been wanting the past couple years or past couple months. So, oh, for the last yeah. like you like you guys said you guys have since been working. we started recording uh, like video recording. I'm on. Uh, I think episode 32 was the first one we recorded, and eventually we're going to drop some more of the the video. Especially now we got our setup the way we. Oh, want. this we're we're going to start releasing like probably 10 to 15 minute clips of each podcast here shortly just because we were waiting on the we didn't have our studio the way we wanted it no, we didn't need so, to see people sitting around the plastic table yeah <laughs> we've got a lot of a lot of uh big plans coming your guys's way that's that's for sure um anything else before we get out of here actually i want to ask jordan a question frankie sheffer what are you drinking down there oh well this is uh new belgium brewing it's a Captain Dynamite IPA by Voodoo. Yeah, Voodoo Ranger. It's got a cool can. If it was a tall boy, it'd be in the running for that top five. Yeah. Hey, did you uh did you see that IPA that I had in the fridge over there? Do you want to try it? The one that we uh Oh the one that comes out comes out on Thursday. No 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 no. The one that um Oh you mean oh I got you. Big John Italian brought in. I forgot we had a spare one of those too. Do you want to try that? I can give it a shot. All right, I'm gonna go get it real quick. If you guys wanna go ahead and chat it up. Yeah. Hey, uh, you want to tell that story about how we lost the nuts and bolts on the way over here? We were, uh, yeah. so yeah, you can go ahead. Um, okay. So, uh, Corey, the K came up to the house. He brought his trailer. Um, we got the top laid down on the trailer, got it loaded up, um, strapped down and everything like that. And then, um, we were figuring out how we were going to, now that is interesting. <laughs> he dropped off, Rolski dropped off the. Big John Italian can. Grand Terrestrial Rhapsody. I like it. Now, you it's you remember when we talked about that, because you're a big-time listener, that was the can that when Uncle Buck was in, his buddy got it for us, and that's a wild can, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, I yes. mean, it's 
it's rainbow colors. I mean, it's got everything on it. Yeah. We've already reviewed it, but man, yeah, no, that's that's interesting for sure. Yeah, uh, I would I would assume that there were some drugs taken when designing that can. <laughs> no, yeah, so at least. Sheesh. Um, so yeah, we got yeah, uh, the top into my trailer, and we was going to put the legs in your truck. Yep, we went ahead and put the legs in my truck. Well. I wanted to make sure I had like the, the hardware to put everything together. So I had, um, I don't know why I do half the things I do, but I sat <laughs> the screwdrivers and the little container of bolts just on my bumper. Um, and then we got the table loaded up and then we decided like, oh, let's just throw it in the back of my truck. So I dropped the tailgate and I have like a tonneau cover. So I got that flipped up and, um, got the legs loaded in, got it strapped up, got it strapped up and we took off. <laughs> yeah. And the, the legs couldn't go in far enough to where I could shut the tailgate because if I would have shut the tailgate, I would have seen the screwdriver and the bolts right there. I didn't close the tailgate. So we're driving and we're probably yeah, we're 25 20, minutes, 25 in. minutes away from my house heading down here. And, uh, I called Corey and I said, Hey, I got pulled over. He's like, oh shit, why? <laughs> I said, well, I left the screwdrivers and the bolts on my bumper. And uh, he didn't want to pull over with the trailer, so he said he was going to keep going. I said, it's fine, I'll catch up. Um, so I was even thinking, like, I'm going to have to find, like, a Home Depot or something close by, and I'd just swing in there and buy new bolts or whatever. And um, hopefully Rolski has a screwdriver handy <laughs> so we can get this thing put together. Um I, I pulled off, jumped out of the truck, looked back there, and I'll be damned. The screwdrivers and the bolts were still sitting there on the bumper. Right on the bumper for 25 minutes. The good Lord was checking us out yeah. today. He, he, I, was so, I was like, oh, man, we're going to get this thing here. We're just going to set it up, and we can't connect it. It's just going to be a pain. He had his yeah. eye on us in the Sip and Serve studio. Uh, now, he wasn't watching on me whenever I uh, gouged the side of my finger this morning. Yeah, we had to make I, a last-minute uh, design review before we loaded it up. Yeah, just, uh, just cut a little little plates to make some support and yeah. was getting those on and i don't know the screw kicked out and my drill was right in the side of my finger God. it felt really good it was, it was he had it held up with the paper towel and about after probably 20 seconds he lifts up his hand where the paper towel was and it was bled through the paper towel already it was a lot so i bled for you <laughs> this morning so there's blood and sweat and tears needless to say it's uh literally pretty it's pretty good thing that the wind wasn't blowing real hard today uh, we would have been without some well, hardware in my jeep it was blowing it was blowing me around but yeah it was and somehow it hung on yeah i don't i don't know how that was still there on my bumper but no. yeah thank god it was <laughs> frankie go ahead and crack that ipa open and give her a shot yeah because now you know i'm not a big ipa That's guy and i said it on the podcast but i didn't think that was that bad after the first few drinks now when you're drinking ipa now you're a big ipa guy yeah, is absolutely. that um it's do they all have an aftertaste like that? I, think, I personally think so. It's like they're I'll all I'll they're taste all, it and I'll let you know. They're all bitter aftertaste. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a weird That's aftertaste. What I don't like it. But yeah. after like my first three good drinks, like the aftertaste mm -hmm. started going away. I got yeah. used to it. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's like if you poured poured a little bit of bourbon in a glass. Yeah, that, that first, first drink you take it just burns. It, it burns. It kind of catches you off guard, maybe. And then, but like by about the third drink, you're like, okay, I can actually taste some of the flavors in here. Um, but yeah, this is definitely yeah. different. Pop that thing open. He even says normal is weird. Oh, it's definitely it's weird. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> this can must be pretty. Normal. Uncle Buck said Big John Italian went all over the place trying to find them things. So he had his. He knew what he wanted. He just couldn't find them. Give it a shot. He's taking a big old chug here. Now is that? Am I wrong when I say that? That's pineapple, correct? Yes. Okay. It is a pineapple <laughs> double IPA. Yeah. Um. I need to know where Big John got these. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not sure. 
That's pretty good. I think it was up like it. north of Circleville somewhere. Yeah. Um, I would say one of my one of my go to IPAs I drink is Brew Dog Elvis Juice, which is like a grapefruit yeah, IPA. Grapefruit. It's weird. I don't like grapefruit at all. I I don't like IPAs, but I like the Elvis juice on tap. It, yeah. it's, it sucks in the can, but Brew Dog, at Brew Dog, getting Elvis juice, it's good. Or uh, Blue Jackets has them on tap usually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's usually my go-to. So, I mean, it's um, it has kind of like a citrusy, kind of like a citrusy, almost tropical-ish kind of feel to it, or whatever. So if it's a hot day, I mean, it's, you know, still good to drink. And you see, that's what I thought that's, about that. Yeah. Like, if you're sitting out on a summer day, like on a patio somewhere, yeah, yeah, that absolutely. wouldn't be a bad drink to have. No. no, I mean, you'd only need a few of them. I think yeah. I read it's like almost 9%. Yeah, it's 8-something. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe go ahead and get the grill going before you, you drink going. too many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Then you forget the grill's on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So you're you're a fan <laughs> of you're a fan of the Rap City pineapple, huh? Yeah, I know. I I think it's pretty good. I do uh, I do like it a lot. I do a um, uh, whatever the name of the service is, but I get uh, beer in the mail once a month. Really uh, different stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all well. It's all from Colorado. Uh, that's where this company's based out of. So a lot of the beers I get is from Colorado, and I had a few of the cans sitting out. Um, yeah. And Corey was looking at them this morning. Um, but yeah, they're from like Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. And yeah, just that one main... from was from Valpo, Indiana, but yeah. all the rest of them were from Boulder. So it's, so kinda... it's just a brewing company out yeah. there then? No, so this is uh, more of a just it's a sampler. It, it's more of like a, a service, I guess. So okay. I mean it's it's beers from all kinds of different breweries oh, okay. out there. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So I mean there's there's a lot of breweries like in Ohio, but there's a lot of breweries in Colorado too. So I think I've I've had it for Oh, shoot, it might be a year or something now. Um, I've only got the same beer one time. That's not bad at all. Yeah, and they send good. five different beers each month. Huh. So huh. just kind of like a tasting cool. or whatever. Yeah. And um, Yeah, and then you can go on and say if, if I find like a few of them that I did really like, I, I can just get on there and order a six-pack from them. They'll send that or, or just build my own little thing. Like, yeah, these five were my favorites, so send me these five next month. <laughs> so that's kind of neat. Copy that. Well... Big John, you got another fan on your hand over here. Frankie Schuffer loves the beer. Yeah. That's a good find. Yeah. Hey, I think that's going to do it. What did we go, Corey? 35 minutes about? Yeah, 38 minutes. That's about what we said, 30 to 40 yeah. minutes. Hey, Sipping Squad, you guys are going to love the new studio. I hope you guys love it as much as we do because I am I am thrilled mm-hmm. to record a podcast in this thing. Next Friday is going to be a banger, I can guarantee it. So uh, that's going to do it for us. Appreciate you guys listening. Follow us on social. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe. We'll catch you next week on the next episode of the Sydney Serve Podcast. Is this the last one you have? That's the last one, brother. I'm sorry. Right, and I said next week. Actually, we got a Thursday episode. This one's releasing on Tuesday. We got Thursday coming up. Sorry about that. See you guys on Thursday.